Hello, Yellow Jackets Hive. I'm Medium Melanie, along with my co-host. I'm Emily. And we have a special guest in the Hive today. We'd like to welcome Mark Lane, the owner of Coed Naked. Hello, Mark. Hi, nice how welcome. are you both doing? Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for being here. Um, and we should note there is a snowstorm going on on the East Coast. So if we lose Mark momentarily, it is due to weather-related conditions. But we will just pick That's back right. up. So don't stress. Don't stress. We're used to that, too, both of us being from the Northeast. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, today today's the first day. Hopefully it doesn't impact us. But we had some flickers earlier, so you don't know. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, well, either way, we're prepared. But hopefully that right. will not happen. Um Let's dive into Coed Naked and Yellow Jackets. So first, Mark, tell us a little bit about the brand Coed Naked. It was an iconic 90s brand. How did you found that brand? Yeah, so actually, I wasn't the founder. Um, so that's uh, the first story. I was a student at the University of New Hampshire um, back in the mid 80s. And I went home for, I think it was my sophomore year. I went home for Thanksgiving break. And my brother, who is a year older than I am, uh, was wearing a Coed Naked shirt, a lacrosse shirt. And I thought it was the edgiest, funniest, <laughs> uh, most interesting shirt that I had ever seen. So as my mother um, was folding laundry and putting stuff away for us to go back to school, um, I, she accidentally put that shirt in my pile and I accidentally, on purpose, took it to school so that I could, uh, you know, have this shirt and thinking that I'd be uh, fairly unique. Um, and I was unique wearing that shirt for a little while, um, but probably uh, I would say within six months, I started seeing other Coed Naked shirts on campus. And it got to the point where I wasn't unique at all. It was, it's, it started mm -hmm. popping up everywhere. Um, and I ended up meeting the guy who started it. He was a, uh, he wasn't, a student at the University of New Hampshire. He was a, um, uh, a resident of Durham, but he went to the University of Colorado and he literally was selling these Coed Naked lacrosse t-shirts and it had a catchphrase on it that said rough, tough, and in the buff. Um, <laughs> there's the shirt. And it, um, and, and he was essentially selling it for beer money as a freshman at, at the University of Colorado. Uh, he did so well selling that shirt that he quit school, moved back home, and started a business. And that's where I met him. Uh, so I met him probably my junior year, uh, my, my third out of five years at UNH. Okay. Oh, that's very so, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I, to, to continue to, uh, to tell you how it all came about where I ended up owning the, the company, it, um, I was getting my, my uh, history major and a uh, MBA at the same time. So kind of a dual degree. And I'm watching all my MBA um, fellow students go out and get these corporate jobs for you know $40,000 a year, which was a lot of money back in those days. And I ended up taking a $7.50 job with this kid because I was so intrigued by Coed Naked. And I wanted to take what he was doing and spread it across uh, other campuses across the country. And um, you know, that was just my intrigue with the whole line. And so I did. I started working with them in May of 1990. I, I uh, ended up, um, I, I can tell you the date. It was August 23rd. I went to work and there were chains on the door. So he had 
shut the company down because he was getting sued by the collegiate licensing committee because he was putting college names on the shirts without uh, a license. Wow. So that opened the door for me to um, purchase the, uh, the line. And I did with another with two other partners. We ended up buying the trademark for COVID Naked and um, his customer list and started our own business in the October of 1990. Oh, wow. uh, that's incredible. And uh, you guys had a really good run. Um, I mean, you know, you gained national honor. You guys had, you know, tons of sales. And um, we talked a little bit before we started about the peak of Coed Naked. And you said that yeah. was um, like 1995. And, and you guys had a, a very special opportunity then. What was that? Yeah. So, so in May of 1995, and really that, that month, in that particular year, it was really the pinnacle of, of COVID Naked. And uh, it really kind of measured the, the success we were having as a business, um, the craziness of it. Uh, really, from my perspective, I was only at, at that, in that year, I was what, 28 years old or something like that. And um, I hadn't experienced anything but success with this line. So I hadn't really learned how to run a business. You know, it was, it, it all came so easy because we had a line that just really sold. Um, yeah, and in that month of May of 95, we ended up winning Entrepreneur of the Year, uh, not just in New Hampshire and not just regionally, but ultimately nationally. And we ended up um, celebrating that at a Rose Garden ceremony with President Clinton. Uh, that was, yeah, that was kind of the, the pinnacle of, of COVID naked. And, and also in that month, there's a variety of other things that happened. We had moved into our 60,000 square foot facility, which is where I am today. Um, we uh, just uh, sponsored a race car that uh, won the ACT championship and then became a Bush North contender uh, the following year. So, I mean, all these things were, were, were great. And it really started just from this and incredible expansion of COVID naked from 1990 to 95, like almost, um, almost unheard of growth. It was just, it was just, uh, it was exciting, but um, uh, just to me, mind blowing too. It was just that much fun. Especially as a young person. I mean, you know, you're still under 30 years old. You're, you know, building this, this huge business. Um, and yeah. I mean, it, it got big, you know, um, you had said this photo was a display and you guys had display contests amongst various retailers. Yeah. I mean, so we, so really COVID Naked, we started in October of 1990 and, and literally by uh, the end of 1990, our accountant said, hey, it, it might be time to shut the door because your sales aren't big enough and you're running out of cash. And uh, we were down to our last $700, essentially. And wow. we took that $700 and we flew to um, uh, Daytona, Florida. And we decided we were going to drive up and down the coast and, and knock on every resort door that there was. And by the time we got down to Palm Beach, we had been getting the same message from all of our customer, our hopeful customers. And that was the owner or the buyer was in Orlando. Uh, so we turned the car around and obviously went to Orlando to find out what was going on there. Um, and what was happening, it was a big trade show. And so we walked into the show and, uh, you know, tried to sell COVID naked as best we could, but it's very difficult when you're not actually showing at the show. So at the end of the, the day, um, we were kind of 
down, to be honest with you, because we literally had 700 bucks that we had just uh, spent to get down there and um, with really no luck. And and uh, as we we're walking out of the trade show, we stopped by one last booth and we were talking to a guy and and he asked us what we were doing and we showed him our COVID naked shirts. And he said, uh, boy, I've heard of that line. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Uh, he said, do you have a rep in Florida? And we said, uh, we tried to pretend we were cool at that point and said, well, you know, we'll have to see, you know, what part of Florida. And um, But sure enough, we hired him. By the time we got back to uh, New Hampshire, we had uh, orders on our fax machine. Um, uh, faxes. Of course, <laughs> I don't know what a fax machine is, but um, but it was it was great. And and literally in 1991, we we ended up doing a million dollars in sales. And to give oh, you an wow. idea of how it, it it exploded, we did a million in 91, two and a half million in 92, seven million in 93, 23 wow. million in 94. And in 95, we were set to double that. Um, and and we had, you know, grown the company to this, you know, with the expectation that we we're going to do 50 million. And then, you know, it started to slow down at that point. But to get back to your the picture you show, that was a display of um, one of our retailers. We had over 12,000 retail stores. Wow. And we always encouraged them to you know, display the product as best they could. And it was a display contest that we uh, had run every single month. And this is this is one of them. But yeah, we had over 12,000 retail stores at that time. And it was, uh, wow. I don't know, it's just fascinating time. That's but that, but that May was the pinnacle. It was because after that, it started to, you know, fall off the cliff a little bit. And that's when we actually had to learn how to run a, an actual business. So it was it was challenging. Absolutely. Um, you know, and and you dealt with some external challenges as well. You know, as you were gaining popularity, kids were wearing co-ed naked shirts to school and, yeah. you know, things got a little bit dicey with that. Right. Tell us more yeah. about what happened with the schools and co-ed naked. Yeah. So that's that's kind of um, it's, it really started in 1993. And when you tell a, uh, a high school kid what not to wear. Um, of course, they want to do just the opposite. And it really helped explode our business. Um, but by 95, uh, it started to, um, you know, that message uh, in high schools started to resonate across the country in terms of um, not allowing COVID naked shirts to uh, be worn at the school. So the line originally was was started at a college campus. It obviously has some risque aspects to it. Um, but it's fun. It's meant to be fun. It's not meant to be, you know, insulting or anything else. It's it's always been a fun line. And, you know, 99 out of 100 people uh, look at it that way. But um, but the problem is, is when you're in the college market and then the, the younger brother or sister wants to wear yeah. the color naked shirt, it's, you know, it's a little bit young. Um, and so we started having schools uh, challenge us. In fact, one of the one of the schools that um, did the biggest challenge was out of South Hadley, Massachusetts. Oh, there was a kid um, that wore a coat naked shirt to school. Was told to turn it inside out. He refused to, so he was suspended. He ended up suing the school. Uh, the ACLU um, uh, represented him, and uh, it was a three-year case. And he, he literally won the case at the end of the day. Um, but wow. by that time, the, the press of that lawsuit was so great that uh, 
it really made national news. And so high schools across the country started, they started um, banning COVID naked shirts and others as well. But COVID naked was kind of the headliner of the whole thing. Slap um, bracelets, I remember getting banned in school yeah, back yeah. then, along with the co-ed nakeds. Yeah, yeah, that was a time of bans. Exactly. They loved to ban things back in those days. But um, so, yeah, it definitely hurt our business in the 90s, in the mid 90s. Um, after that, 90, I think what happened is, as, as you know, kids were buying their back to school clothes in that summer of 1995, all of a sudden COVID naked wasn't on the list. <laughs> um, because they knew it was just going to cause trouble with their with their children. So um, it definitely uh, it presented a lot of challenges for us. It was the first time in in uh, you know five years of being in business that we actually had to learn how to run the business. Yeah. Right, right. Gosh, you know, for me, it must have been like 1992 or 93. I actually got a co-ed naked softball shirt for my birthday. Um, had a birthday party with all my teenage friends or whatever. And I got a, the co-ed naked softball shirt. So my dad sees it and he's like, oh, no, you're not going to wear that. So he actually drove me to the mall, made me return the T-shirt. I swapped it out for a Red Sox one. But my dad is not the type of dad to just drive you to the mall like ever. This is like it stands out in my mind is like, you know, he must have felt very strongly about it. And my mom must have been like, well, if you don't want her to have the shirt, you know, you're going to have to drive her to the mall yourself. So he did. Um, so I yeah. never got to own one. But now, you know, here in my adult years, I'm glad that um, you're back. And, yeah. you know, I can I can finally have my dream come true of owning a COVID naked shirt. We, we could certainly get you guys set up with COVID naked shirts. That yes. I can do. <laughs> well, thank you. We appreciate that. And we're excited about our Coed Naked podcasting collaboration we're talking about. So yes. more yep. to come on that. Um, so in the 90s, you guys were on TV. You mentioned that you were on Roseanne and, and some other shows in the 90s. Yeah. Um, you know, things had kind of then died down with the brand. And, you know, Coed Naked started popping up again on television. Um, you know, shows like Schooled in Portlandia and now Yellow Jackets. Yes. Um, you brought with you the original Coed Naked Soccer t-shirt. Do you want to show us yes. the original? Yeah, it's right here. This is the uh, original Coed Naked Soccer as it looked in uh, 1990 or 91. So, yes. Get yeah. your kicks on the grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, awesome. that looks different than the one that was on the show. Yeah. Well, we had, so over the years... Um, we would do different renditions of, of the shirts, you know? So uh, when we started in 1990, there were very simple graphics, very low color, always on a white t-shirt. And, um, and then as we got more sophisticated and we were able to create uh, uh, some, a little more sophisticated artwork, we, uh, we always changed it up, you know, from year to year. So you wouldn't be buying the same Coa Naked Soccer shirt uh, the, the next year. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. But so that, the one you're showing on the screen right now, um, was a rendition, uh, probably around 19, if I had to guess around 1993, of course that, that shirt would have been, that design would have been on the back. Um, cause all our shirts were, the, the print was on the back and then, the then we had, a, we have always a little front logo, um, as well, uh, on the front. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that's probably like a 1993 version that they they had, if I had to guess. 
All right. Um, so we actually had a chance to talk to Marie Schley, who's the costume designer for Yellow Jackets. And I'm just going to play a couple of the costume audition videos that she had shared with us with one of the extras wearing the shirt. Um, so let's let's just take a quick look at Rolling. those. Action. And action. And action. Two. Rolling. And then two. Rolling. That's so crazy how they make it look like that. Yeah, the aging, right? She had said their aging team in Canada had actually been nominated for some awards, um, you know, for that. It's it's uh, pretty incredible how it ended up on the show, the yeah. evolution of it throughout the show. Um, and let's let's show a clip with Marie kind of talking about how Coed Naked ended up on Yellow Jackets. A lot of notable 90s looks in the show, Coed Naked, you know, being one of those. Um, tell us a little bit about how it ended up in the show. Was it like a no-brainer from the beginning or, you know, how did that evolve and how did it actually make it on Van? Well, the fun thing about that shirt is that Ashley and Bart wrote that in. So oh, really? Um, being 90s kids <laughs> and myself being a 90, we all, that was one of the first things I read in the script. And to me, it was one, something that really sparked my imagination because um, that was such a iconic thing from the nineties and you had a co-ed naked everything, you know? In fact, when I was um, posting about this Instagram on a friend of mine from sports in the nineties wrote rough, tough and in the buff. And I was like, I forgot that there was that other, that other like quote to it. So, uh, but what it what it, it was really fun. So it really nailed it down in that time period. And they are amazing about those kind of details. They're incredible writers. And um, what, so when I was given the script to like interview for the show, and that came up, that really sparked the idea of using clothes in the wilderness that were out of their closets, out of their suitcases, excuse me, and mixed up and worn down and everything because it was that idea of juxtaposing the teenage girl with this like wilderness life that they're leading and survivalism. So it was really fun to mix those two things up together. Yeah, she did nail it. It was it was definitely an iconic shirt of the 90s. And, you know, back in those days, uh, we got a lot of media attention. And uh, there was a number of, of shows that that would call up and ask if they could use the shirt on in their script or somewhere in a, a sitcom or movie or something like that uh i i think back in the day probably the most prominent one was roseanne um but as you mentioned uh melanie they they started popping up more recently because we had you know after the decline of coed naked in the late 90s we had put it on the shelf in officially in 2006 but really we by all practical for all practical practical purposes is probably on the shelves as of, you know, 2002, something like that. Um, but we started seeing it pop up in television shows again, mostly shows that had kind of a, a 90s kick to it, like um, Schooled and Portlandia, um, which was really cool for us to see. But it wasn't the spark that we needed to release, you know, re-release Coa Naked um, to today's college age, you know, uh, uh, students. And 
you know, I've been waiting since probably the early 2000s to find the, the right reason to bring it back. And there was uh, uh, really uh, two things that actually three things that happened that really forced the issue. And the first one um, was it being on Yellow Jackets and Yellow Jackets, as opposed to, you know, School in Portlandia, nothing against those two shows because they're I'm sure they're perfectly good shows. But the the amount of attention that Yellow Jackets was getting was mm -hmm. so significant. And, the uh, you know, the success of the show uh, really was pretty intense and incredible. And and I think I think that's what really started me thinking about, hey, we really should relaunch this. Uh, if it's good enough for Yellow Jackets, it's at the time is right. But there were two other small, not small factors, but one small one is we used to get all this fan mail too back in the day. I mean, literally it was, it just came in in between 91 and 96 or something like that. Uh, I haven't gotten a piece of fan mail since, but all of a sudden I get this piece of fan mail and I'm like, okay, so Yellow jackets and fan mail. Uh, that's interesting. That's a good combination. And and then what happened was this kid from UNH uh, who started a line while he was at school that I helped him with um, called Coastal Kooks. And he 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 created this real success story at UNH with his brand. And um, one day he was in the office and we were walking around and he saw all this old history of Coa Naked on the wall and said, boy, I love that line. I want I, I want to relaunch that. I was like, OK, so now you've got a kid from UNH, which is, you know, mirrored my, kind of my history, um, this fan mail. And then, of course, Yellow Jackets was was just the, you know, the, the perfect show for it to, to be on to, uh, you know, really push the push me over the edge to 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 relaunch it this past summer. Yeah. Who cued you into it being on Yellow Jackets? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Yeah, so we have this this uh, uh, one of my employees who happens to be a huge fan of Yellow Jackets. <laughs> best, uh, best, best. Uh, yeah, so she's she. Um, so I didn't realize, you know, I I I heard a lot about the hype of Yellow Jackets and and the show and um, and that it was uh, you know this new popular great show on on. Uh, uh, on uh, uh, Showtime. Showtime. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was she came to me and and was all excited one day because she saw this this shirt. I I want to say wasn't there a scene? I I don't know if the girl was hanging from a tree or something mm -hmm. like. That. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She she took a snapshot of that and sent it to me and says, "You're not going to believe what I just saw in Yellow Jackets." Well, this this woman. Um, loves yellow jacket she's obsessed she's she's watched and taped every single episode she intends to rewatch them before the season, <laughs> season two opening in march she'll have uh, to also catch our season one recap episode ahead of season two. Oh yes well i, I will tell her that because uh, that's the reason she's watching all of them again is just to reacquaint herself with everything that goes on so um yeah she was she clued me in and uh uh, and obviously, I was I was thrilled about about the fact that they included Coa Naked in the in the in the show. So, absolutely. You know what? Let's watch one more clip with Marie talking about Coa Naked and Yellow Jackets. Naked soccer T-shirt person who, when we were making the pilot, we the wardrobe department called it 
the uh, the hunter because we didn't know who it was and we couldn't we didn't really didn't and the whole idea was not to reveal who it was reveal who it was so we had and that's part of how that whole costume evolved into the look this picture you're showing right now is like we did a lot of like um test run in our with a stunt this is one of the stunt people who actually was in the wore the costume we tested out what looked best you can see that this shirt's not aged at all none of the stuff is like aged down or made to look old yet it's still just like right and then you aged it and made it look old yeah yeah (laughs) so much fun i love the process of of how you know they age that we have another clip on that we'll show in a minute but um you need to watch yellow jackets mark you know i'm gonna out you as someone who's not watched it yet you you need to watch this show well i'll tell you what for someone who's not watched the show i've done more research on this show (laughs) i've watched youtube videos about it i've 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 uh I've had sit downs with my uh, employee who's, uh, you know, caught me up with about every detail and, and um, I am going to watch the show. I'm going to subscribe to Showtime and I'm going to watch it because it sounds like uh, I'm, I'm missing, uh, missing something incredibly important and, and obviously <laughs> something that is, that is uh, huge with the fans out there. So I intend yeah, to watch it. For sure. Absolutely. And, and um, you know, like we were talking about with Marie, there were a lot of 90s looks, including co-ed naked in the show, um, including yeah. some pink converse that were in a scene with co-ed naked. So let's just take a quick look at that clip as well. Um, the pink converse is another kind of like 90s item. Was that something that was written in? Um, was it a detail added later? Tell us about the pink converse. The way that was written in was um, they just talked about a, a shot in the script where you pan up and you see the shoes come to the edge of the pit where they where the girls murdered um and one thing that was really important was to create costumes like i was saying before that look like a teenage girl like we don't want it to just look like a tribal community or uh, some fantasy like really needs to be that this these are teenage girls and so um a pink converse coming to the edge of that really spoke to that. It like, again, with like the juxtaposition of those furs that have all been like hand sewn together. And so that was the, that was the first clue. It's kind of like co-ed naked t-shirt in that sense. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. I, I you know, the nineties are coming back and oh, yeah. You, yeah. you know, you see a lot of that stuff, you know, whether it's the pink converse or, you know, different, different looks in apparel, um, it's all coming back. You know, records are back, right? Vinyl. Yes. Yeah. It's, the younger people are loving them. Exactly. I, my my youngest daughter got a record player for her birthday, her last birthday, which, you know, I it's just, to me, it's mind boggling that, uh, you know, things that people, the, the kids today with all the technology that's out there would be interested in vinyl records. But you know, it's cool. And things, things that were cool back in the night, it was a great era, right? It was, it really oh, yeah. was. And, um, and obviously, uh, they did a great job of, of making sure that that era looked like the nineties, right? So the, the clothing mm-hmm. that, uh, she obviously used was, was right on. And, and it's, it's great that it's coming back because, and I, I think a lot of this stuff, you know, helped, help promote the nineties and some of the looks and some of the apparel and, and 
you know, record players and everything else that, that was hot back then. But, um, but I think it was, it can stand on its own as well, which is another reason why it was time. The, the timing was right for going naked. Absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned a book. You actually wrote a book called The Co-Ed Naked Truth. I did. Yes, actually, I have it right here. It's um, I wrote this. This this the reason I wrote the book was because so many people uh, know about COVID naked or knew about COVID naked. And and so many people would come up to me and after they found out that I own the trademark and would tell me how it started. You know, they'd, they'd come up and say, hey, yeah, that's right. You were a UNH student, which they got right. And you bought it from uh, or you started it in, in college and you went around to the dorms. And that's not right. You know, it wasn't quite there. And then, you know, someone else would say, hey, you and a professor started the company. I was like, oh, well, no, that's not quite right either. So anyway, I, I wrote the book, um, The Code Naked Truth, to, to reveal to people how it started. But the story itself um, was kind of, I mean, maybe it's just fascinating to me, but I think it's, I think it's an interesting story because of the success that we had and then the challenges that we had, right? So there was, the, there, for every success we had for the first five years, we probably had three times the challenges after that, um, you know, making sure that we could sustain the business model and figure out how to keep going. So, um, Really, the book was written um, to tell the truth about COVID Naked and how it happened and some of the stories about how, you know, young college kids with no money could figure out how to make this thing grow to the level that we did. Um, so there's some really great stories in it about that. But it also is very entrepreneurial for people that are interested uh, in starting their own business because it talks about the challenges of running a business and it goes beyond just COVID naked. It goes to the you know post COVID naked years and talks about um, you know some of the business uh, you know how our business model changed and um, some of the challenges over that and um, you know our business model today outside of just COVID naked is we do a lot of brand business. We work very closely with some of the largest brands in the country, whether it's uh, Reebok or Adidas or New Balance and um, WWE, TB12, the Tom Brady line. You know, we work with a lot of these great brands and we really partner with them to try and produce uh, apparel that uh, is worthy of their brand name. And it's been a great um, business uh, it, the, the model itself has sustained itself for really since we changed that model, which was around 2010. Um, you know, so I wrote the book to talk about, you know, the, like I said, the code naked truth, the, the, the decline, the challenges, and then ultimately finding this new business model that would sustain us forever. And of course, I finished the book right at the end of 2019 and thinking, you know, I'm going to end on a really positive note and that we have this, this great, uh, um, momentum going with the company and a, a sustainable model and so forth. And then, of course, uh, in early 2000, COVID hit, right? So there's a, just yeah. another challenge that that makes, you know, that, that we weren't expecting. But, um, you know, as a business owner, you have to react to and you have to figure out how to survive. And so I canceled publishing the book and got through COVID and uh, added that section as well, just because I think it was important. So Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun writing. It was uh, fun to reminisce about COVID Naked. Um, and it's great that the book kind of was published 
the other nice thing about delaying the publication of the book is is um, allowed us to actually get to that point where we were going to relaunch Coed Naked. So it kind of came full circle. So it started with Coed Naked and it ends with Coed Naked. Oh, that is so cool. And you know what? Let's show a photo of some of your current selections here at coednaked.com. These look like your bestsellers. Ooh, you've got Pickleball. That's very yeah. like current day. Is that a popular one? I love yeah. Pickleball. Yeah, that's our most <laughs> our most popular seller right now. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So what we did is, is, you know, when we did the relaunch, we went back to the original. So if you see here on the screen, that Coed Naked Lacrosse one was the original design. Um, that Coed Naked Skiing was an original Coed Naked Skiing. Um, but pickleball and cornhole really didn't exist back in those days. So what we did when we developed them um, for the relaunch was to try and make them look uh, like the original design. So um, even though they weren't back there, uh, those two shirts weren't back in the 90s, they at least have the 90s vibe to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there is nothing like a 90s vibe. I mean, <laughs> like we talked about, that was a good era. It oh. was good music, good TV, you know, everything was good. Everything. I mean, you know, another thing about Yellow Jackets, Mark, is the music, like the 90s hits, the soundtrack, yeah. like there are some bangers there. Like it is uh, like quintessential yeah. 90s tunes, like another awesome thing about Yellow Jackets. Oh, that's um, very cool. For when you start watching it very soon. Yes, next week. <laughs> Yes. 90s nostalgia is amazing. Yeah, it really is. Okay. It really is. Totally agree. Absolutely. Um, well, you know, we've got one more clip to play from Marie. So let's watch that and uh, then we'll wrap it up. I mean, it's, at, the at the end of that pilot, there was a lot of talk about the makeup um, for Misty, for instance. They wanted to have cracked lips and her glasses are broken and just to show what they've been through. And it really, it really, um, I mean, that the aging on that Coed Naked t-shirt is amazing. It looks so real and it's it really speaks of their struggles out there, I think, too. Yeah, uh, it I mean, does. You guys have been camping. You know what it's like. You spend one day out there and your socks are filthy. <laughs> That's some good context. Yes. Yeah. And, Absolutely. And if you get into a plane crash on an island, I, I assume it's going to look like that as well. So, yeah, they're out there for 19 months. So I imagine by the time the Coed Naked shirt makes it out of the wilderness, that it's going to be like tattered and you know. Yeah. But but hey, it went through 19 months in the wilderness. So that's right. She, survivor. Did, she deserves a new one. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. You know what? We should we should maybe send um, send the actor uh, Liv Hewson one of the soccer shirts for her own wardrobe. Maybe I don't know. I think, I think we can do that. All we right. can absolutely do that. All right. I love the fact that they put the shirt on Van too. Like it, her character, like she just seems like a person that would wear a co-ed naked t-shirt. Yeah. She exudes yeah. that personality. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. She's got all the one-liners, like she nails all the one-liners. So yeah, her personality like really fits the shirt. Emily, you are spot on. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And that's what it, that's, that's what it is. It's meant to be, uh, you know, fun and entertaining and, um, if that, if she, if she meets, if she can, uh, fit that mold then and then they obviously, uh, put it on the right person for sure. Absolutely. Well, uh, Mark, we really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us about your brand, Coed Naked and how it appeared on Yellow Jackets. Um, you know, for anybody who loves Coed Naked as much as we do, it is such an iconic 90s brand making a comeback. And you can buy your own Coed Naked at 
coednaked.com, along with the Coed Naked Truth, which is also available on Amazon. So do not sleep on the Coed Naked stuff, you guys. (laughs) That's great. I appreciate that. Yes, yes. Um, Well, thank you for joining us. Um, We're going to just put you backstage and wrap up. If you want to hang out for a minute, we can chat after. If not, um, you know, we'll we'll touch base by email. So, um, well, it was it was great meeting you both uh, via Zoom. Uh, It was great uh, to be on the podcast. And uh, like I said, uh, I will be tuning in very shortly, and I'll fill you in on on uh, my experience for sure. Please do. Please do. And, you know, if there's any um, burning topics you'd like to come back and discuss, you are always welcome to come back and uh, chat with us anytime, Mark. Love it. You guys have been great. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. All right. Well, hi, Phoenix. (laughs) Oh, Phoenix is watching. Hey, Phoenix. Thanks to everybody who's been watching on the live stream today. Um, well, Emily, that was that was a lot of fun. Mark was a great guest, and yeah. to get some like history behind one of the iconic '90s brands in Yellow Jackets is just fantastic. Yeah, and like I just said, like the fact that they put the T-shirt on Van just like made the fact that the T-shirt was in the show like so much better because her like her personality like she really is like somebody that you would see wearing that shirt like Jackie would never wear a coed naked shirt let's be oh real. my god never <laughs> she would never wear one yeah van you know they totally nailed it with the character the shirt i mean the wardrobe all together you know the costume design really matching up the looks to each of the characters in the 90s timeline and the contemporary um you know marie nailed it And we will be dropping more clips of our interview with Marie, so everybody can stay tuned for that. But um, to all of our Hive babes, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for watching. Yes, thank you. And I hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. Yes, yes. And um, we will be back soon. Yes, we will. Until we spill again. Bye, everybody.